Welcome to this. <laughs> you already got nervous. <laughs> Stage right already. Okay. Home staging isn't just a job. For many small town stagers, it's a lifeline and an escape from the soul crushing daily grind. It certainly was for us. We're talking about it all and sharing our stories, successes, and failures to inspire and empower other overworked and underappreciated creatives everywhere to become the entrepreneur of their dreams. It starts now. Welcome to the Staging Lab podcast. I'm Jess. I'm here with Amy, and today we are talking about working smarter, not harder, and why we're all convinced that that cannot actually be possible. <laughs> we really are. All of us. And if you think you're Most not, America. listen up. Because yeah, yeah, we're talking America here. So if you are one of our international listeners, listeners this may or may not apply to you. Um, but this is a very particular um, American trait that we have noticed and we suffered from and realized that everybody suffers from. So we want to talk you through this because it's very helpful to understand this about how human brains work. So first of all, I want to talk about the fact that, you know, we can say it all day long, but you have to internalize this. If you gain your self-respect and be honest here, be, be honest with yourself. If you gain your own self-respect and self-love and self-worth from accomplishing things or from checking off your to-do list or from constantly staying busy, then you are setting yourself up for failure, my friend. Yep. Yep. Ask us how we know. You're just checking the boxes. <laughs> yep. That's, that's, but a, you're on a hamster wheel. That's exactly it. It's a hamster wheel that you will never get off of. And it has to start. But you need to, you just got to jump, jump, yeah. babe, jump yep. off that real quick. Jump right off <laughs> of there. Sooner than later. So why is this? Why do we believe that it's impossible, that you you can't make money? This is what it really comes down to. We believe that you can't make a lot more money unless you work a lot harder. Well, and we'll talk about why that is impossible. Uh, but why do we believe this in the first place? Well, this comes down to that American ethic, that American mythos that... Um, it, that says that if you go to America or if you're born in America and you work very, very hard, then you can make your dreams come true. And there are a lot of missing ingredients in that there recipe. Yes. <laughs> and it's not to say that we shouldn't work hard because that yes. is part of our pride of being Americans and being from small towns is that we get our hands dirty. Yeah, and we, we are full of grit. grit. Yes. <laughs> Yes, we're full of grit, and it is that hard work, and that's why we're proud. It makes us proud to do that, but at some point, you have to look at the bigger picture and be like, why am I not going to that next level? And mm -hmm. it's because you're putting all of your pride in your grit, and you're not thinking smarter, not harder. Yeah, you're thinking harder, harder. Yes. Harder. <laughs> Let's go harder. Yes. And that doesn't track to dollars because you only have so many hours in the day, yes. in the week. You can only work so hard to your core yes. to where you're like, this isn't making me money. <laughs> it is physically impossible to work the amount of hours that it would be required to, let's say, be a millionaire. Like if, if, if yeah. a millionaire is working a million times harder than you, if that's what you think, 
you're dead wrong. And your conscious mind might not think that. That sounds ridiculous, obviously. But But when you break it down, though, that's what it is. That's what we believe. There are so many scarcity mindset issues that our society shares. And this is one that is just a really big sore thumb for a lot of us. It really is because that's what holds a lot of Americans back, I feel like, is because they're like, well, I'm I'm working as hard as I can right now, and I'm so busy. I have so much going on. How can I possibly work any harder than I am and make more money? I guess I just can't, so I'm going to stay yes. here. Yes. Like, no, no. no. <laughs> that's not and what I, we do. I'm sure it applies to people all over the world as well, but yes. especially us, and we know it, and we're calling it out. So, Because we've been through it, not because, like, we think we're better than that. Like Absolutely we've, we've not. Been we have been through that recently. I mean, this yes. is this is something that we have always struggled with because we are both hustlers. We yeah. just think that you know, if we we've always believed we we know this about ourselves, and we we're still kind of working through it. Is that belief that we just got to hustle harder? We just we're not where we want to be. Let's hustle harder. We want to get to yeah. the next step. Let's hustle harder. And we always have to kind of evaluate that, check ourselves, and look at our lives. And if we get to a point where we just kind of feel like ants on a hill and we're just scurrying around, constantly staying busy, we never feel like we have downtime. We never feel like we can actually pause and enjoy life. Yeah. Then I don't care how much money. Yeah. Yes. And I don't care how much money you're making or not making at that point. You're just burnt out. The chaos isn't worth it. It's not. And if you're not actually getting somewhere, then what's the point? Maybe you could slow down. Maybe you could take things off of your to-do list. Maybe you could look at that list and think, are these things that I'm planning to do going to move the needle in my business? Of course, we talk about needle moving stuff all the time. It's so important to always come back to that. It really is because I feel like if you're just doing things to stay busy if you're like, oh, well, my day looks busy every single day. Yeah, you tell yourself, I'm doing everything I can. How could yeah. I possibly do any more? But it's not about doing more. It's about doing the right thing. The right thing. Yeah. It's about doing the thing that maybe even feels easy. And that's another thing that, first of all, Americans and, you know, culturally similar people have a hard time with that. Honestly, that one's probably global. That whole, like, if it feels easy... It's not the right thing because be human, right. human life is supposed to be about struggle. It's yeah. supposed to be hard. Yeah, that's so and, true. And, you know, to a certain extent, that is that is a little bit true, I think. But, you know, we're here to learn lessons from things. But, you know, not, not, nothing's ever going to be just cakey easy from the beginning. If it is, have, do you know that Andy Grammer song, I Wish You Pain? No, I don't, oh, I'm not familiar. It is a killer. Um, and as a parent, you're going to be sobbing listening to this because it's Can't all wait. about, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. It's all about that idea of like, I wish you pain because growth doesn't come yeah. without okay. it in your life. I can appreciate and, that. And, you know, it's hard for me to say, but I wish you pain. And that's how we grow as humans. However, we tend to take that way too far. Yes. And we apply that to everything. Yes, some things need to be a struggle, you know, just like spoiled kids, you know, nothing is hard for them. So they end up becoming spoiled. Everything gets handed to them. They end up becoming spoiled. That's how humans work. Yep. But some things can be easy. Some things can feel good. For designers too, I feel like that is a big thing. Like some things naturally having an eye comes naturally to you. That doesn't come to everyone. So is that coming easy to you? You think that it's like not a big deal. So you shouldn't charge a certain amount for it. But other people don't know that skill that you have in your brain that just comes naturally and maybe somewhat easy to you. 
Yeah. So if it does feel easy to you, you then you, you like make busy work for yourself. Yes. You're like, I'm, well, maybe I'm design feels easy. So I must not be working hard enough because I'm still not making the money that I want to. So I'll find something hard to do to make me feel like I'm hustling so that I can sleep at night basically. But you know, what this comes down to is like working on yourself, working on loving yourself, working on, you know, staying in the moment and making sure that you're choosing things that lead to the life that you want. The business that you want too. Choosing the clients. That's like a big one. Be choosy. You don't have to take them all. You don't have to say yes to everybody. And when you slow down and get in that mindset, I think that becomes a little bit easier too. Yeah. We've been saying that a lot lately too. And it's because we're living it, you know, slow down. We were going like energizer bunnies for years and we both burn out so hard. It's not even funny. I mean, our bodies just took us down. That and the rushing in anything is not good because we've seen time after time, even recently, this has happened to me. And we've been like, dang it, not again. (laughs) (laughs) Is when you rush even a staging, nightmarish things happen anytime I've rushed a staging I think I do it thinking like this is great it'll be good for our calendar it'll be good for these people they'll see we'll cram it in we'll cram it in we'll do what we need to do to help them and every single time I think that people are going to act right (laughs) and they don't (laughs) they can't they don't know how you want to know why though because I didn't have time to set the expectations to break everything down to make sure that they absorb every single thing that I'm saying about our process because they're just like we got to get on the market we got to go now and they're an investor and they just see numbers and they don't take the time to slow down and and you let their urgency become yours yes and then chaos ensues chaos ensues you know every dang time yes so with everything just be slower be intentional and make sure that you're choosing the right like amy said the right things that you want to lead to the business that you want yeah you don't need to know what's coming a year from now five years from now you just need to figure out what's the next right thing yeah maybe you need to slow down and reevaluate right if it doesn't feel good Reevaluate. Like, does it not feel good just because it's scary or does it not feel good because it's not right? Because those are two very different things. They are very different. And it's hard to tell at first. And so we just uh, did an episode about learning how to trust your intuition. And that is a huge part of that. If you haven't had a chance, go back and listen to that one because there's some great tidbits in there about how to start learning to trust your intuition. And that really applies here because it's part of working smarter, not harder. It's a big component of that and part of our success. And working smarter, not harder, it just, it feels lazy when you're used to being that hustler. So true. You feel like I should, I I I should should be be working hard. I should be doing something. I mean, I was, I was conditioned. Oh my goodness. I was conditioned for years to be constantly busy. Yeah. Same. I was busy as a kid. I was constantly overscheduled. We were very different kids. Led very different lives, but this is something that we very much share in life. Absolutely. Is that like. Gotta stay busy. Keep it moving. Yes. Because. Being part of something. Being in something. Yes. Being being a yes man. Being involved in things. Supporting things. And it's, you know, you say, every time you say yes to someone else, you're probably saying no somehow to yourself or someone that you love. Yeah. And 
that's just, that is what it is. There's a finite amount of time in the day and you need to start making priorities that put you at the forefront. Because I feel like a lot of moms, especially start staging businesses when their kids are getting old enough that they don't need them all, all that much anymore. I mean, they always need them, but you know, they're like all in, they have a little more free time elementary. So they have like a, like nine to three window where like they can, and the mental space and they want to do something creative. Totally. And so moms who start these businesses are just at this point in their life where they're starting to think about someone other than their children 24-7. And sometimes that might even be themselves. Wow. And so they're, you know, they're out of practice with that. Yeah, that's going to feel weird. It is. And so you got (laughs) to start making those decisions that put you first because we've said it before and we will say it again. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Yeah, you have to find balance. That doesn't mean you go the complete opposite way. Just find like a nice balance for yourself, for your family, and for start your practicing. Business. You know, it's you got to do those little steps. Yeah, you do it one small time, one small way, and then you have to find out what bigger. works for you too. I think this is something that we don't really talk about in life. That everyone is so different. Everyone uses calendars different. Everyone schedules their days different, and let that be okay for you. If you are a time blocker time block if that helps your life. If you were a person that gets up in the early in the morning and you function better that way, do that. If you function if better at not, night. Yeah. Because yes. the whole hustle culture, the whole boss babe hustle culture has us all thinking that like, if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you have to have a lot of um, neutral clothing and a lot of pink and you only wear gold jewelry and you get up at 5 a.m. and you yeah. do yoga and yeah. you journal and you like. Yep. Here are a few things about me. I love neutral clothing. I love pink. <laughs> I do not get up early in the morning. <laughs> I'm not about that life. I'm a night owl. Um, I eat trash bag food sometimes. <laughs> you know, like these are just a few things that like everyone is so different. That is not going to be what drives me. I know there's, you know certain things you have to get do to get into a wellness frame of mind. Sure. Drink your water, stay hydrated, eat mostly good. Okay. Like balance. Life's all about balance. And for me, that balance is not getting up at 5am working out and drinking cucumber water. (laughs) F that. Okay. That's not my balance. (laughs) Like if you're asking me to get up at 9am and hit a bucket of balls and like chill for a second, have a cup of coffee, Cool. But like, if that's what you like to do, start your day like that because you mother effing own your day. Own it. That's yes. why you're a business owner. You own all your day. You, all you have is the present. Yeah. You know, if you're constantly worrying about the future and projecting and so you, you can't relax because you're like, oh, I'm not making the money I want or the sales I want. You're not going to get there by hustling harder. You're going to get there by finding things that feel and flow, by looking for, you know, your, your zone of genius. If you can find what feels easy to you then it will make your day feel so much lighter and easier. And if you can transfer that feeling to the rest of your life, and it's that will snowball. That yes. will build instead of the frantic pace building and yeah. that hamster wheel and just like the chaos building, building, building. If you feel that chaos building, nobody in your life knows when you're overwhelmed except for you. For sure, because sales does that to you too, where you feel like, You just put all your hands in the pot and like start just like stirring around as frantically as you can, trying everything. That is not going to help because I think we've talked about this before is like you give that example of like digging all of these holes in a yard. Like you're not going to get anywhere if you're constantly digging a bunch of other holes. So like pick one, slow down, be 
take a nap sometime. Like maybe maybe not a nap in this metaphor, but like yeah, you know, take and take care of yourself. Do give your body what it needs. Give your time. Give your your mind the space that it needs. And look for things that feel easy. Don't just do it the way you see other people doing it. Yeah. It may not work for you. Yeah. There might be something else that does work for you. And it does take work and effort to find those things. And it's frustrating because it's, you know, it's failing over and over again. Like, well, that didn't work and that didn't work and that didn't work. But the only way you fail is if you give up. Yeah. You will find a thing that does work. So yeah. And that might be scary to find the thing that does work. Yeah. Because speaking of American scarcity issues. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, fear of success is a big one because, you know, what What happens when you have a big success of some kind? Everything changes. Yeah. Humans are terrified of change. Yes. Yep. That's a little scary. And you're learning new things anyways. Yeah. New that things. That scary. And we're going to talk about all of that actually in the next episode in, in depth about that, you know, imposter syndrome that comes with that. But you know, how do you find the things that feel easy? How do you find the things that feel in flow? And one of the first ways is to stop comparing yourself to other people's journeys, other people's businesses. And that was something that was really hard for us to figure out, especially because, you know, toot my toot our, toot our own horns here for a second, but like, we're one of the only people talking about this stuff. Yes. So when we went looking, there wasn't anybody talking about this stuff. That's why we're talking about this stuff. And as new stagers, we felt like the way we wanted to do things and the ways that worked for us were not okay because that's not how anybody else was doing it. Totally. And we, it took us forever to finally give ourselves permission to say, okay, maybe the way that other people do beds isn't going to work for us. Yeah. Let's try something else like our folding table bed hack. And that's what we ended up going viral for. Those are the kinds of things that you don't get to unless you give yourself permission to try to find them in the first place. To be place. different. To be different. for that to be okay. To do what Especially works for you. Especially if it helps your business. You may not have a big, fancy, flashy business, but it might work great for you. And it's not going to work better unless you let yourself find those things and stop with the comparison fatigue. Yeah. And consultations. I remember this being a big one. When I first started doing consultations, I felt like I had to like be semi-dressed up. Mm, yeah. Um, and be looking presentable, which like, obviously I should just look presentable anyways for the day. But I mean, we are in a very physical job. So we're wearing a lot of like athletic wear and tennis shoes and things like mm-hmm. that. And I remember like bringing extra outfits or yeah. making sure like, oh gosh, I can't schedule this on the same day as the staging because I'll be sweaty I'll be and sweaty. have my hair up or I'll have a hat on. Like, no, that's, this is who we are as people. This is what we do as work. This, this is, is why is professional. our <laughs> this is why our prices are the way they are, so that you, sir or ma'am, can afford our service. So if you are judging my outfit, yes. you know you're you're barking up the wrong tree. Yes, yes. That doesn't mean like we show up to places looking like absolute slobs. Right. But if someone is judging my outfit, other than the information that I'm giving them mm-hmm. and our work, not someone we want to do business with anyway. So yes. like, why don't we just be our true selves, be as authentic as possible, let people know who we are, what we're about that's going to show through way more. And they're going to be like, wow, (laughs) these girls are actually hands-on working. They're incredibly smart. And they're going to listen to you that way. Then if you show up with like, you know, a nice hand leather handbag and your blazer on and you're like, this is who I am today. And you're trying to project something. They can feel that energy. And you know, you're going to be nervous at first. We're even nervous still sometimes, but 
they can also feel your honesty. Yes. And that's something that has made us very good salespeople. And it's also something that has really improved the way our business functions. We finally have given ourselves that permission to just tell people what it is. Yes. This is how our business functions. So, you know, we have a lot of stagers asking us questions all the time where they're like, is it okay that? Yeah. And listen, the answer is almost always yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, if you're asking yourself, let's say, um, what's an example? Is it okay that I don't offer occupied staging? Did occupied staging work for you? Yeah. Did you not like it? Did it make all your inventory smelly and you don't want to do it anymore? Then don't. Yeah. It's okay. You don't Mm -hmm. have to do it like other stagers are doing it. Plus, you know, this is the freedom of being in a new industry. We're all making this up as we go. Yeah. We're so, figuring out what works for us, there's passing no, it on. Customers, clients don't have an expectation in their minds, especially if you're in a smaller market like we are. They barely know what staging is. True. You're telling them what it is. You're the expert. You're informing them of this is how my business works. This is what I will and won't put up with. And, and whatever it is is fine. Do what works for you. And if somebody has a problem with it, then they can either move along or you can decide to adjust. But everything in your business should be designed to work for you. We probably, one of the um, examples of that is always charging up front. And some people, um, investors especially, I feel like, because they're used to working with contractors. So they do like the half up front and half when they finish the job. Yep. Or any variation on that. Yeah. And not it, babe. Almost Can't, all of our work well, is upfront and has to be done before the staging is even in place. So that doesn't work for us in our business. And that's not how we operate. And other people who work with us know and trust and love us and know we do a good job right. and that it's helping them. And if they don't, and they don't want to pay that full upfront price, then They're not for us. Have a nice day. Yeah. Sorry we didn't work out for you. We're not a good match. Yes. And that's okay. That's totally okay. And it, yeah, it doesn't, I remember so often thinking like, well, I don't know what's an industry standard because, you know, I haven't gotten the training that I need or whatever it is. And listen, there is no industry standard. I mean, there are some, but, you know. If it works for you, there are variations not, of there that. There are millions of variations. Yeah. How people pay for staging, how many days stagings they're in. And that yeah. depends on your market. Will your you allow people to be in the house while you're staging? Yeah. That's a big one. Yes. And we you know, say no. We, we say super no. Big fat no. <laughs> Biggest no ever. We should make that an industry standard. Honestly, <laughs> well, if there is one, it's becoming that one. should be it. That's one that I see for popping safety, up on message boards a lot. Yeah, for liability. safety alone. And so that you can focus. People want to chit chat with you. They think being a designer is, is exciting and they want to, you know, watch you and they want to feel like part of the team that day. Yeah. And you know, listen, it's going to take you twice as long to get that staging done and it's not going to be as good. Yeah. And people want a good product. So instead of trying to figure out what the industry standard is or trying to say something that you think is what you should say, maybe you just tell them the truth. You know, if somebody says, well, you know, my contractor does uh, do upon delivery um, and 30 days later and all these, these different ways to pay, why can't you? You just explain to them why. All of my work is front loaded It is an industry standard, so you can say that if you happen to know that. But 
you know, why do you use folding beds for tables? Well, sir or ma'am, it's because it allows us to keep our costs down so that you can keep your prices down so that you can afford our services. You know, you don't have to have a line at the ready. You just tell them what it actually is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly you don't feel like you're on the spot all the time trying to figure out the answer. Like you're you're having a pop quiz that you didn't know about. Um, yes. You start just being confident in just telling them whatever it is for you. And you can even say that. Like, I'm not sure how other stagers do it, but this is how I do it. Or if you need the time to figure that out for yourself, um, just be honest about that, too. Say, right. I would like to find out, you know, a good resolution for both of us. So let me think about that for a little bit. I'll yes. go back to my office, think about it, and send you an email. Yeah. No yeah. one is ever going to be like, how dare you? That sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just, yeah, always be upfront and honest with people. And, and people will feel that energy. They'll feel that honest, yeah. that honest energy. And it'll feel easier, too, because you're just saying what it is instead of having to... Yeah. Think about what they want you to say that. or oh my gosh, you how just, it'll feel easy to them. Like, how can I deliver this to this person that'll feel easy to them? Or that they'll like, like maybe me they more. Need to, yeah, maybe they need to hear the hard thing. And with real estate and with sellers, right. that is a delicate balance. But nine times out of ten, they do need to hear the hard thing. And if you sugarcoat it, they're not going to hear you. Right. Because you're busy sugarcoating it. And making you can it, say it. Kindly, yes, but you don't have to sugarcoat it, yeah, and you don't have to apologize for it either. They're asking for your expertise, yeah. So yeah, don't make things harder than they need to be by trying to figure out what other people want you to do or other people want you to say. Say what it is. Be who you are. Stand in your power. Do you boo? Yes. Lean into that genius zone. Figure out what it is. Find it. Figure out what feels easy and keep following those things. And that could be processes. That could be logistics. That could be what time of day you get up. That could be whether you go further than 20 miles outside of your target area. That could be how you sell. You know, nothing is set in stone. There are very few industry standards. And the ones that do exist are suggestions. So, you know, you can make a business that looks exactly the way you want it. And you can make money without killing yourself. <laughs> you don't have to hustle harder. You have to hustle smarter. Hustle culture is over, babe. This is the, a new era. A new day is dawning. <laughs> Mediumalism. Mediumal. Oh, that's a whole episode that we're going to talk is. about. Yep. Um, that really is. But that mediumalism, man, that, that applies we're gonna to everything. We're going to make that a thing. It's got to be. It, it's it, got to be. It's how most people live. And everybody's looking at all these minimalist trends and maximalist trends. And <laughs> can we all just be medium-less? Can, yeah, like, can we maybe some of us just be in the middle here, man? <laughs> all right. So in our next episode, we are going to be talking about how to break through imposter syndrome. You definitely don't want to miss this one. We'll see you in the episode. See you there. New episodes of The Staging Lab are published every Thursday, so check back with us weekly for support, laughs, inspiration, and no BS advice about starting a soul-centered creative staging business in today's disconnected world. 